It looks like blood. Oh, that's Just pointing that out. Oh, it really does look like blood. That hurts real bad. Yeah, it's a hard one, guys. Oh, and water doesn't make it much better. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of bust open in the middle. I don't want to oh, no, do I, this. I have a goosebumps. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do like, it. In like 10 seconds, visible goosebumps all over my arm. Oh, wow, we're opening uh, up the milk, guys. It's we milk made it time. to the milk. Hey, Metalworking Nation. Jason Zenger here. As a wholesale distributor of metalworking products, I have relied on NetSuite by Oracle for my ERP system, and they have just rolled out the best offer we have ever seen. A couple things about NetSuite. NetSuite gives you the visibility and control you need to make better decisions faster. And for the first time in NetSuite's 22 years as the number one cloud financial system, you can defer payments of a full NetSuite implementation for six months. That's no payment and no interest for six months, and you can take advantage of this special financing offer today. NetSuite is number one because they give your business everything you need in real time, all in one place, to reduce manual processes, boost efficiency, build forecasts, and increase productivity across every department. 33,000 companies have already upgraded to NetSuite, gaining visibility and control over their financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more. If you've been sizing NetSuite up to make a switch, then you know this deal is unprecedented. No interest, no payments. Take advantage of this special financing offer at netsuite.com slash chips, C-H-I-P-S, netsuite.com slash chips to get the visibility and control you need to weather any storm, netsuite.com slash chips. Welcome to Making Chips. As manufacturing leaders, we go through seasons, seasons of struggle and seasons of celebration. But if you are connected to a community of leaders, you will be equipped to make the most of the peaks and you'll be inspired to move quickly through the valleys. What you will hear is not just our opinion. It is the battle-tested testimonial and advice of a manufacturing leader just like you. So listen up and take notes. Welcome to Making Chips Seasons. All right, here Tony. we are, Rockford, Illinois, making chips at the Boring Bar, eating some hot wings again with Tony Gunn and Megan Zimba. The $2,000 Tony spent on hot sauce is paying off so far. We're okay. <laughs> yeah, we got like a gold lace hot sauce what there, I guess. 2000 I just got to keep adding zeros to like build the hype for the blazing. 20000 next. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right, talking yeah. about the Scoville rating, not the dollar amount. Scoville units, for those that don't know, is the measure of spice. And you'll be a tried and true pro by the time this is over. And I'm going to leave these hot sauces with you as a gift in case somebody else would like to challenge you and do a similar style podcast. You're an angel. So. For those of you that are just tuning in now, if you want to go back and listen to... This is episode number three. If you want to go back and listen to episode one and two first, you'll hear all about the stories from Tony Gunn and Megan Zimba. And if you don't know them, where you been? Yeah. And here we go. Get the internet. Okay. So we're talking about chip on your shoulder. Yeah. So we kind of previewed the question that the three of you still have to answer. If you had five minutes, what would you say? But before that, we have a segment. We have all these new segments now. Making chips is cool. And it's, what's the chip on your shoulder? So... Play the music. Are you tired of putting out fires? Is the coolant starting to go bad? Are your cutting tools edgy, or is that just how you're feeling? Chances are, we've been there too. So, we have to ask, what's the chip on your shoulder? All right, so 
what's driving you nuts lately? Whoever raises their hand with a chip on their shoulder can be the one to own the segment. This oh, Megan. hot sauce is driving me <laughs> <laughs> pretty nuts right now. Uh, like, I can't feel my face. It was a good one. So one thing that really drives me nuts, especially within manufacturing, is there's a lot of people complaining about the workforce, but they're not really stepping up to do anything about it. There you go. And that's why myself and Tony are here because we're really trying to advocate for manufacturing and bingo really trying to get people to see the variety that's available. And like you mentioned before in the last segment, we don't need just the machinists and the engineers and the designers. We need the writers and the photographers, the videographers. So yeah, I really wish people when they complain about something also ask themselves, how what are am I they doing? being what part of the solution? Yeah. And if you're having a hard time answering that, then sure, get a hold of us and we'll help you along that journey. So I love that one. I couldn't agree more. And I also have the same chip on my shoulder here. But we're not eating chips today. We're eating fried cauliflower and chicken wings. So we're into the death zone, Tony. We are. Purposely done this way. We even have one called The End coming up. What's the one in your hand right now, Megan? I think it's a voodoo this one or something. A voodoo Reaper. Voodoo Reaper. Okay, a lot of Reaper talk here. Also, if you're just tuning in, we are really melting our faces off with some spicy sauces. And the point of this is, and why I asked Nick and Jason if we could do this while I co-hosted on Making Chips, is because what spices do ultimately is they break down barriers of what answer we would originally give, or as I'm stuttering myself, it creates a unique situation where we might not be able to fully vocalize the words and the sentences and the thoughts as we normally would. There you go. And we got some video clips coming out here too, so you can see Tony's sunburn and everybody else sweating. <laughs> I've been describing these labels. So the Voodoo Reaper has a really long-necked skeleton that looks like he's from New Orleans, and he has a voodoo doll in his hand. That makes sense. Okay. So Tony, what's the chip on your shoulder? Uh, man, I'm going to keep it simple. I'm not a complainer. I try to use positive words all the time. But there you go. since we are doing the chip on the shoulder at Making Chips... You know what kind of bugs me a little bit? Those people on airplanes that as soon as the bell goes off, they run to the front. Oh, like, I hate that. <laughs> oh. That bugs me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like, wait your turn, man. We're all going to get off the plane. Unless, of course, you're late for a layover or something. But that's a chip on I my shoulder. I have to dovetail off of that with yeah. an airplane one. Why is the seat being up or back three inches necessary for the flight takeoff? I have no idea. What difference is that going to make? The plane crashes, that three inches isn't going to do anything for you. And I get the putting the tray up because I've had a drink fall off by yeah, opening yeah. it earlier than I should. Hey, that one but makes the three sense. inches on the seat, yeah. like, don't wake me up from my nap for that. Yes, exactly, dude. <laughs> right. That's a good chip on the shoulder from a guy who travels a lot. Well, if we're going to stay on that theme, why are those bathrooms so small? Well, because they got to fit in the plane. I know, but... Even first class? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you couldn't have made a little bit extra space somewhere yeah. else. I mean, yeah. come on. And I feel bad for some of the bigger people out there. Like, how do you even get in that? Bathroom. Yeah, I barely fit. Yeah. Yeah, I've always wanted to dunk a basketball, but every time I get on a plane, I'm like, this is good. This is good height. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm with you. All right. So I answered this question in the last segment, and then we decided, hey, for the sake of time, let's move forward. I'll reiterate while we eat the Voodoo Reaper. Is um, it bad? It's, yeah. I mean, it's not terrible. It's creeping, though. And you guys got to put more on. I think you guys are wussing out on me. Put more on your thing here. Yeah, so yeah. whoever goes first goes first. But if you had five minutes to talk to the world, what would you say? Honestly, I'd run out of things to say. I don't even need five minutes. If you <laughs> gave me five minutes, I'd just start rambling and people would be like, why is this guy even- You start rapping? Talking to the whole world. <laughs> yeah, he, he and nobody wants that. I kind of do. We've talked about this on the first episode and second episode when it comes to the different style of subjects and that we're human. And I started off in episode one talking about being of service to others. If we could just stop fighting one another, that'd be great. 
I know that's easy as saying it, but gosh, if there was time for me to truly write down, think about, articulate, practice in the mirror over and over and over again, a five-minute speech that I think would be heard around the world, it would just be based off of what clever negotiations can I create to allow people to realize their own worth, their own self-value, uh, create education because ignorance and violence typically comes from a lack of education. So applying that in some form or another, and then just hoping somebody looks at themselves in the mirror the next day and goes, today, I'm going to be the best version of myself that I can be. That's the message I would try to create. Yep. That's awesome. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. It's Megan's turn so she can go. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're rapping. <laughs> I agree with everything. I think what I would tell people is try something that you fear the most. So like I'm deathly afraid of heights. So I went skydiving. Oh, that's cool. It was awesome. Like I fell in love with it. I want to do it again. I actually want to get to the point where I can do it on my own and not have someone not be strapped to someone else. Tandem. Tandem, yeah. 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 But I think if you push yourself to face one of your biggest fears... I think that will help you become a better person too, because then you know nothing's too big that you can't handle. I think that's a good one. I'm going to actually piggyback off of that if it's all right and tell you a couple of quick stories, but then end on that quick story of my skydiving experience. Big fan of always chasing and going after what we're afraid of, right? I, I swim with sharks. I've hiked active volcanoes, hiked in jungles where tigers are in the wild, all this kind of fun stuff. So my skydiving story, I'm going to give the quick version of that. And that is... I have this gift and curse. The gift is I'm an adventurist and I love adventure. I mean, if you're going to challenge me with something, let's do it. Let's get excited about it. Let's do it, right? When we go to Emo, how about we go canyoning? Have you ever done that before? I don't even know if I know what that is. What's canyoning? It's like you go into these canyons and they have them in like the Swiss Alps and stuff. And you rappel down into one of these canyons because of all the glacier water that's been going through there for thousands of years. It creates this basically a slide that is more slipperier than, I don't know if that's a word, more slippery than any slide you could ever imagine. You actually go down these rocks and fall off of like waterfalls and stuff. Oh, the so like amazing. a slide ever? Yeah, yeah. And then it's like a huge drop? Yeah. Oh, I man. Do that. that is a definite Sounds actually yes. really okay. fun. 100%. <laughs> right. They can do that at Emo that. this year? Oh. Well, you can't do it at Emo. But they don't offer it there. But in Europe, right. they don't have it in the United States. <laughs> it's not in the convention center. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in the expo itself. I'm not going. I did an interlock in Switzerland when I was like in my early 20s. But I'm up for the challenge now in my 40s. Let me see if we can make time for that. We'll All talk right. about that off air. Okay, so love adventure and the yes to that. So my curse is that I get incredibly motion sick, super easy. If I look down at my phone and I'm really? in the backseat of a car, I'm ill, like in oh, a second. Really? Wow. Wow. So I was with my buddies skydiving and my first two buddies go, they teach you one, two, as you're leaning out of the plane itself and on three, you come fall out, right? Typically you go on two because there's a lot of threes that try and grab the bar. No, yeah. no, I'm not going. I changed yeah. my mind. So at two, almost everyone goes, right? So I saw my two buddies go, and I'm like, well, I've just spent two, $300 on this. Can we do something more than just fall out of a plane? I mean, I've been a lifeguard for seven years. I'm great at doing flips. Can we do some flips out of here? And he's like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, let's nice. do this. I've spent my money. That is crazy. So he teaches me in about 10 seconds how to do flips, and we jump out. Sky, ground, sky, ground, doing flips, right? But because I had no idea what I was doing. You other- on your guy. Well, that's the end of this story, yes. <laughs> that is the end of the. So because I didn't know exactly what I was doing, the parachute read as erratic. 
and it popped out early, which gave us extra 10 minutes of float time. Didn't he know that? He knew that that would happen if I did a bad job and we oh. floated, but he didn't know I was going to get sick. He just thought I'd float so and enjoy the view. they floated into an active volcano with tigers in it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, we're floating longer and I'm getting ill and he actually, I'm like, excuse me, I'm going to get ill. And he's like, don't worry, you're not the first one. I'm going to pull the cord. You turn your head the opposite direction. We're going to make a spiral as we go down. Like that sounds really beneficial to being ill. This is going to be great. Uh, great. So I'm halfway through my sentence. I'm like, I think, and we start spinning. I land on the ground white as a ghost. My buddy's like, what happened to you? I did flips out of an airplane. (laughs) I got real, real sick. But I've been skydiving since as well. And I take about six Dramamine and just do it anyway. Maybe none of that fell on top of you? It was falling faster than I was floating with the parachute. It might have fallen on somebody, but it wasn't on me. That's really (laughs) gross, but cool at the same time. Maybe someday I'll face my fear and I'll get back into Titan's plaid Tesla. (laughs) Jason, what about you, dude? So five minutes to share something with the world. I mean, sorry, I would have to share the gospel. I mean, yeah, like that's yeah. what it would come down to. I mean, my faith convictions are the most important thing to me. And that's your owner's manual. Yeah, right on. That's what it comes down to. I love that. And yeah. people need to know that. Awesome. Okay, what's next? The bottles are getting smaller and that's not a good thing. So No, and it looks thicker too. Okay, so we have... That's how I like them. <laughs> Tony, <laughs> present the next hot sauce. Oh, the next hot sauce. Is called The End. 10 the minutes end. into the episode, so this probably can't be the actual and You know end. what, Tony? Everybody is going to come to the end in their life at some point in time, and this it's might like, be ours. It's <laughs> not even coming out of the bottle. It's like, oh, no. Tony's going serious so with it. Dirty coagulated. Tony put a tablespoon of that hot sauce on his plate. Well, you know, when you get to the end, all in or don't do it. It goes great with my weaker cauliflower wings, telling you, according to Jason. I'm telling you. Something about chicken and cauliflower absorbs it differently. That's what we're saying. Yeah, I don't know. It's just he's just trying to level the playing field because he's not going to be able to handle the end. So, what is the next question as we get ready to take a bite so we can give ourselves some thinking time before we start drooling on ourselves? Yeah, we've kind of foreshadowed this in the other episodes, but the what habits, right? So, you talked so tactically, like what you do for mental health. So, what else do you do? Like, so what habits do you have to take care of your mental health? So mental health as a whole is one of those oftentimes voodoo topics, Talks right? To herb. Voodoo or taboo? Or multiple whole room herbs. Of herbs? We're going to go with taboo <laughs> instead of voodoo. I yeah. think the voodoo from the hot sauce is getting into your brain here. That's definitely the point. That's exactly <laughs> the point. And actually, before I answer, let me hurt myself with this new one, because that's part of the game, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I actually have to take a bite of this one first and see if I Take cry. a bite of the end, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> have fun. I feel like I've taken a bite of the end many times in my life. Oh. I think I'm similar kin to a cat. Okay, here we go. Nine digestive lives. It looks lives. like blood. Oh, this Just hurts. cleaning that out. Oh, it really does look like blood. That hurts real bad. Yeah, it's a hard one, guys. Oh, and water doesn't make it much better. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of bust open the middle. I don't want to oh, no, do I, this. I have a goosebumps. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do like, it. In like 10 seconds. Visible goosebumps all over my arm. Oh, wow, we're opening uh, up the milk, guys. It's we made milk it to time. the milk. The small bottle called the end might be the end of our competition. Well, well there's actually. I don't even remember the question more. anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Mental health tactics. Oh, yeah. Taboo and not voodoo. <laughs> right? <laughs> Thank you. So this is awful. I'm not sure if I can answer the question, guys. I'm being honest. This is tough. You were in the middle of something, though. Well, I was because my tangent was that we don't talk about it enough. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you on that. And it's something that's not physical, right? So I am literally tearing up and sweating trying to give this answer. But it's something we can't see, right? So it's something we don't talk about much. Actually, I gave in, guys. I went for milk as well. Uh, To everyone who's listening. And I am literally crying. Oh, no, you are. I took a big... (laughs) Can oh, I say ass on here? Yeah, you can. I took a big <laughs> ass bite. Oh, uh, 
Guy's like, tears are streaming down his face. So probably not doing this again would be a good idea. Okay. Woo! Jason, you look actually mad. <laughs> Tony just left. <laughs> no, I just heard some crap. Tony just left. And then we hear like bottles breaking. Oh, I'm going to answer the question because this is fun. All right. If you work yourself too hard, you can get something called burnout. I've done an episode on it before. Tony just went to the store and got two more gallons of milk. If you work too much and if you're too stressed for too long, your brain shuts you off. It's called burnout. Like people joke about like, oh, don't get burnout. You can get a real thing called burnout where your psyche or whatever it is, it just puts you into a state of depression and that's happened to me before. And it was super weird and I didn't know what was wrong and I didn't know if I'd ever like come back from it. So one of the things that I have to do is I have to decide like, how do I limit the amount of things I'm trying to accomplish at a time? And how do I make sure that I don't accept any pressure that isn't the right amount? Like, so sometimes being able to say no to things is the most powerful thing you can do. Because there was a time in my life where, and I talked about it earlier on a previous episode, where I just had like such a, a chip on my shoulder and I had so much to prove, like trying to prove to you guys that I can handle this stupid challenge. And I had so much to prove. So I tried to do like 20 things at once, right? And not like 20 things in a day, like 20 major things. And that's what created the burnout. So I have to limit the amount of priorities that I'm giving my time, energy, and focus. Burnout's legitimate, man. Yeah. And I think a lot of us do it. We apply ourselves so wholeheartedly into what we do. And it goes back to the first one with this spicy chips where where's the balance, right? And, right. and burnout is just so extreme. And me personally, you know, I travel so often and planes do certain things to people and hotel rooms do certain things to people. I've actually woke up in a hotel before. Is it woke up or woken up? Anyway, I went to sleep and I woke up and I didn't know where the heck I was. And I quite literally first focused on my wife. Okay, now what's next? I had a moment of amnesia because I had traveled so much. The yeah. stress levels were so high and I had I put so much pressure on my... See, in my job, whoever's listening that might not know this, I want to create the very best product for whoever I work with. And I yeah, put a amen. ton of pressure on myself because I want this interview to be the best and this interview to be the best. If someone's paid me to help them share their story... I, with all my heart, want to do that for the people, right? Yeah. Hey, Tony. Yes. You are good enough. <laughs> no, you are. You really are. You do a really great job. <laughs> oh, the, and they're hugging. They're crying and hugging because of the hot sauce. But that's happened to me before. And it's because of the pressure I put on myself. As It is valuable to do as Jason just did and kind of the old Michael Jordan Saturday Night Live thing and look at ourselves and go, I'm good enough. I'm strong enough. And doggone it, people like me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to remember that we can only do the best that we can do. And comparison is one of those things that social media is kind of forced us into, but let's say comparison is the beginning of all like sadness. And that's not fair because we all have something in us that makes us brilliant. You know what I mean? So I like to talk about that mental health. Yeah. And I appreciate the pressure you put on yourself because someone's entrusting their story to you. And that's like one of the most valuable things you have is the story you have to tell. And so you take that serious and it's evident in your product. Even like today, you know, make sure we got the logo on the screen. You brought the video cameras. You brought... $20,000 $20,000 worth of hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> so. With each heat level, there's extra zero, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jason, what's up, man? What's up, Nick? Take a guess. How many buyers do you think are on ThomasNet? I don't know, probably a million. It's actually 1.5 million. Nice, that was close. And they use Thomas to source suppliers just like you, man. Yeah, they're looking for cutting tool suppliers like me and also manufacturers like the Metalworking Nation. And I actually know a bit about Thomas, and one of the things I really like about it is the supplier analytics dashboard. You can see which companies are actively sourcing what you offer and gain insights into market demand, buyer intent, and comparative benchmarks, and much more. And it's awesome that it's free 
to claim your profile. So you can make sure you're listed the right way, your company information is accurate, and the message that you're sharing with these buyers is exactly what you want them to see. You do this at thomasnet.com slash claim. But if you want an edge over all the free listings, you can consider a registered listing, and we have a special Making Chips deal for our listeners. Yeah, so let me tell you about that. Listeners of Making Chips get in 25% off the annual subscription with the code CHIPS25, C-H-I-P-S-2-5. Bam. And there's something also to be said about like the manufacturing industry is tough. We're not just programming some app on a phone. Like we're making parts that go into airplanes. We're There's making easier industries planes. to go into. I mean, our friend Paul Van Meter, he's hashtagging that thank a machinist. And there's something legit about that, that these are critical parts. And even being a tooling supplier, when you don't meet the expectations of your clients or their expectations aren't being met and they need to bring in a new tooling supplier like mine, but um, <laughs> shameless, shameless plug. plug. There we go. No, anyway, but no, I mean, but the parts that we make and all of the service providers that are in the manufacturing industry are critical to life. Right. To the things that are done. I mean, there's schedules to be hit, and when those things are off, it affects a lot of people. Yeah, that's like the. the, the it's a lot of pressure. Thank a farmer commercial that was in the Super Bowl. Same thing. Yeah, and then now I love what what you said. Shout out to Paul. Like the thank a machinist thing. It's obvious. Like why we need farmers, we need food, but it's less obvious to people why we need people like machinists and people who can manufacture things. And there's a lot of pressure there. And I mean, I even know like my account managers. I mean, they put a lot of pressure on their themselves to deliver for our clients because it's important. Okay, next saw. So that was the end, but it was not the actual I think that end. might be the end for me. Yeah, no, it's not. not. You cannot do that. You cannot, because then I'll never, ever let you make fun of me again. <laughs> oh, I will. You know the next one is called, You're such though? a wuss if you quit. All Megan's right, not going right, to quit. All right, all right. <laughs> do you know what comes after the end? Lethal dose. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, you have to take a lethal dose before you not. die. For all the mavens out there, you're saying you're done? Yeah, dude, step up for the women in manufacturing. You know what I mean? Don't quit on them. No, don't say that, Nick. That's not very nice. <laughs> don't quit. Is that one wh- more, Megan? I'm going to push you. Okay, great story about how Megan and I pushed each other. And <laughs> we ran the 5K at oh, IMTS. Yeah. And... This is so awesome on her part and awful on mine. So Megan was like, you were pregnant. I was pregnant. And I was just like. You thought you beat me. I thought I beat her by like a couple (laughs) strides. But the way they started it, because I crossed the finish line first, but the way they started it, she actually like started first. I would have never bet on you now. And yeah, so she beat me. So now I'm going to ask you to cross Uh the finish line for your people here. I'm okay with that. That last one was... I'm definitely okay not doing that. This one's easy. Yeah, so easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But also think about how much milk do we have left? Because I see everybody chugging it. Half gallon. Apparently, there's a store across the street that you just went to. You're good. But is it because the previous one numbed your tongue? No, you're good. This one's not as bad? This one's not as bad. Just enjoy. Take at least a full tablespoon. I think they're BSing us, Jason. full tablespoon. The last three were all on the same shelf. Okay. So I don't think they'll get worse. No, this one's easy. We're good. I'm waiting a few minutes. No, we're good. We're I'm going to wait a few minutes. What's the question? Did you take a bite yet? Not yet. No, not yet. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the question. All right. The question is, what is one of the best or most worthwhile investments you've ever made? Could be an investment in money, time, or energy. That's a great question. Money, time, or energy. The easy answer is it has to be self, right? When we invest in ourselves. Like your development? Yeah. When we just but be specific. Ourselves. I mean, I think I will be. 
I think every 10 years, I become a different version of myself. And that's part of that development. We and talked about the difference between 20s and 30s. Yeah, and- yeah, yeah. As a teenager, I was not a nice kid. 20s, I knew everything. 30s was a lot of travel and growth. And now I'm in my 40s and my mouth is on fire. <laughs> so, and we're doing podcasts while trying to remember questions and answer things. And I've actually completely blanked on what the question was, thanks to the One spice. of the best investments. Investment in yourself. Yes. How you invest in, invest in your personal development. Thank you, Hot Sauce, for allowing this fun day. Give us a specific example of personal development that so, paid off. I will do the most recent one that I summarized quickly in episode one of this Spicy Chips, which was the investment I made during COVID to leave the industry completely and give myself and my soul and my spirit time to rejuvenate. And now I'll go into more details of that. Because Did you go into another industry or did you just kind of take a sabbatical? It's a really great question. And so everyone's allowed their own opinion. Did you take the lethal dose? Yes. Okay. Because you're doing great. Thanks, buddy. It was a much smaller one than the giant bite I took in the last one because I shouldn't have. (laughs) I left the room. My face was watery. We just heard broken glass. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, back to it. Yeah, Yeah. sorry. So, and everyone's allowed their own opinion on this topic. And I think there's value in everyone having different opinions. But COVID for me, in my life, I try to do my best to speak positively, to remove four major things, which I think are the least healthiest things in our lives, which is stress, worry, fear, and anxiety. I try to do the best I can to face my fears if I'm afraid, question where my anxiety comes from to see if I can answer those questions, stress, try to apply that. So anyway, a lot of that was happening at that time, right? As a whole, not just our industry, but most industries, unless you were working for Amazon and Jeff Bezos, which tripled, quadrupled, whatever he did during that time, yeah, most people were feeling the pressure, right? So we started looking at each other a little bit like numbers and less like humans. And I've always felt it's very important to value the human for who they are and what they are and not just think of them as a number and a social security number or the money that they make for me or what they can do for me, right? Right, yeah. But we were doing that. So I said, you know what? I'm stepping away. I'm stepping away from everything. And I was actually at this time working for both Fifth Axis and Air Turbine and put all of my stuff into storage and my family and I backpacked Mexico for several months. And my soul calmed down. My spirit felt invigorated and re-energized. That was when a bunch of companies called and said, I heard you're in between jobs. We'd love to hire you. But the one that made the most sense for me was MTD because, and I quite literally looked at myself in the mirror when they had the conversation. And I said, you mean I get the opportunity to be of service to everyone in the industry, not just a specific product line and nothing wrong with what I just said. If you're repping a specific product line, that's no, but your passion, right? My passion. And you get to be brand agnostic and tell every story. Yeah. And if I could currently work with, do work with the modern machine shops, the gardener groups, the practical machinists, the Titans of CNCs, anyone who the outside area with the voices saying, you probably are competition, right? Like us, right? And you're not going to mention us. (laughs) Actually, that was going to be my segue was exactly that. Like what we're doing right now is exactly that. I have the gun show. You have making chips. We figured out how to work together. And if there was a way that I could work with them, I'd work with them too. If it's ultimately the more we come together, the better it is for our industry. And if we can do that with one voice together, then we're now complementing each other in ways that we've never done before. And I don't like the division. or I mean, competition's good in the sense of it makes us better. I want us to compete a little. We're doing it with the hot sauces right now. It's the only reason Megan ate what she ate. I'm not doing this. Oh, yes, you are, because you beat me in the marathon. You know? so, <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, did you take a lethal dose? I did. Yes, you there are not go. a quitter. You so competition up. is good, but when competition starts to deteriorate what can be created, that's when I like to take a step back and just offer my services for anyone who's listening that might consider themselves competition. Let's work together. That's how I look right at on, it. Right on. So I'm going to jump off a couple things that you said. I have like four things I want to mention. Sorry. We should tell that story from LinkedIn too, but go first. Okay. So... Yeah, I love that making chips where we can be of service to the entire 
manufacturing community. I love that. And we've specifically chosen manufacturing leaders as our place. And if we can make an impact, even if it's not about us, that's what it's all about. And I love that we could do that with you, with you, Tony, with you, Megan, and with other people out there. I mean, Nick and I were just visiting Titan, and we've had other people that are big advocates of the industry on the show, and we love that. We love that. I mean, we need more people to get into this industry. There's no reason to be competitive. And then the second thing that you mentioned was, and you didn't say this word, but taking a sabbatical. I think that's really important. I took a sabbatical, yeah, like a few years ago. I think it was like right prior to COVID. And I needed to refresh my mind and it helps. And I'm thinking about maybe doing it. I don't know if this summer may be good or maybe bad because I'm going to be moving, but this might be a good time for me to take a sabbatical as well. You need to kind of take a fresh start. You need to reboot the computer. You need to do all those kind of things. And I know that not everybody has the liberty to be able to do that, but you can take a vacation and you could take a vacation away from your phone. I mean, yeah, fast from that, right? Yeah. I mean, one of my account managers, Tom Sanger, who's very critical to the operations of a lot of our clients. He's actually at the same time mentoring somebody new, Max Stevens. And he's talking about like going on vacation for two weeks. I'm like, Tom, go on your vacation and tell all of your clients to call Max or I because you need a break. Yeah, right on. You need to take that break. You know what I mean? It's like, well, I'm going to be checking my email. All right, fine. Check your email, but just do that. Yeah, yeah. And then I would say, as far as the investments go, the investment in making chips was amazing. And I would say just in general, making an investment in yourself. I know Nick knows this. I spend money on coaching and education. And I think that that's vitally important. You probably yeah. don't even want to know how much money I've spent on actual like course, education in my life. Yeah, He's probably subscribed. Because I love it. I mean, I've got, you know, I mean, my dad spent, we don't even want to talk about how much money he spent on my undergrad and my graduate degree. Like, thank you, dad. But I think education and spending that money on yourself is really important. Yusuf and I were talking yesterday and he was asking me questions. He's like, should I get my MBA? And I'm thinking to myself, and we're a bunch of stuff back and forth, and I was like, I don't know if I would do it nowadays yeah. because YouTube, podcasts, books, everything is so much more prevalent than when I got my MBA from Northwestern like 17 years ago because it was a lot of money. And he was like, I get it for free because I'm a veteran. I was like, well, that's amazing. Go get your MBA. But- <laughs> and good for you. <laughs> yeah. Go get your MBA. Yeah. I got to tell a quick story about the other VP at Hennig. His name's John Brooks. He came to this country and finished his MBA when he's already had 30 years in his career in executive positions. He just wanted to finish his MBA. And I think that's awesome. And I think it's more valuable when you're going, because I did the same thing. I was already in my job when I was getting my degree. I don't have an MBA, but when I was getting the degree, I have my bachelor's degree in entrepreneurial marketing. I was at work already. So like everything I did, I applied to my actual job. Like all my projects were things that I was doing in my actual job. So I think I would say if you're just a student trying to figure out what to do and then you're going to school, there's always the option of like getting into the workforce and getting that job and then finishing school because you'll be able to apply it more. I agree. Definitely invest in yourself. Is an MBA always necessary? I don't think so at all. I wouldn't pay for it. Right. (laughs) I'm still paying for mine and I'm almost 40. So, I mean, it just depends. But one of the things I do like to invest in just with my time is other people. So if I can like inspire the next generation somehow, I would like to do that. So when I do events in my own community or at schools, I don't really charge for those types of events. I know there's always the question, when do you charge and how much do you charge? I would rather have them take that money and use it towards something they need because with community colleges, with high schools, they already are struggling with maintaining their budget for some of these things, and they can't necessarily afford 
a $20,000 machine or a $150,000 machine. So instead of paying me that money, I'd rather have them use it for something they need. So typically for those events, I don't usually charge for because I want to invest my time and help Yeah, it's a way of giving back. Yeah. And I think what's awesome and what I'm pulling from that is like you're investing in your network and being social. You know, people, we know a lot of creators, a lot of people we tag and post and they tag us and things like they go to trade shows on their own dime, not because they have a booth there or because they're trying to buy something, but just because that's where the buzz is and they want to be a part of it. And okay, they make two, three, four connections that day and that can turn into something valuable in the future. And that's an investment that pays off for them. I was talking to Jacob Sanchez, a friend of all of ours. Like, and he's like, yeah, it's really important to me to be able to go to all these shows because you never know like who you're going to meet and what that's going to lead to. So I've got one other last thing that would probably be, we have one more sauce, one more, no, like the last investment that I think has been one of the most critical things in the growth of my company, which is investing in my people. Yeah. And we've actually got a budget set aside for those kind of investments in our people, like whether it's events or swag or just whatever it is. Like I even hired someone whose primary position is centered around cultivating relationships amongst our team and making sure that the culture is high. Yeah. Then that's the reason why you could take a sabbatical is because you've got a lot of great right people because you invested in exactly. them. Exactly. There is absolutely ROI on that. I know Megan was there and can speak to this when Crystal wanted to learn SolidWorks. Yeah. When she was working, she came as a designer. She was like, hey, I really want to learn SolidWorks. She learned SolidWorks. Then she wanted to learn KeyShot. We invested in that. KeyShot is like, for anyone who's seen my stuff, we have these really photorealistic animations of how our work holding systems work. You go to the outside to try to buy one of those. It's as much money as Tony spent on this hot sauce. But the incredible thing is... <laughs> 200000 200000 We're adding another zero. But I mean, that was just really cool to see too because... She picked it up so quickly, and the renderings that she was making were awesome. I know, and like you're a wordsmith, right? It's hard to describe mechanical things with words, and like right. the animation is exactly how you do it. And the machining people are like, "Oh, that's awesome! I want that!" And so, great ROI on that. We didn't do it just to get the ROI, but at our company, if people are in school and they maintain a decent GPA, like we pay for it. So it's cool. Yeah, it makes sense. Tony, yes, sir. This is the actual end. My tongue is throbbing. Yeah, like a heartbeat. I can <laughs> yep. feel the heartbeat in my tongue. What's the name of this last one here, dude? What's so that? this is the hottest sauce in the universe, the second dimension with ghost pepper. And it says, oh, warning, no. use with extreme caution. One drop is all you need. All you need to do what, though? All you need for what? <laughs> to kill yourself? Is there three dots at the end of that sentence? Yeah, I'm confused. So that was the label that you just read. That Did, wasn't you your... right. okay. Did you try it yet? Did you try it I haven't tried it yet, no. Jason, describe visually what's on the label besides the words. I don't want to do this. Just death. Just picture death. It's the universe. You've now transcended out of your physical body. Okay. (laughs) Into the universe. (laughs) I'm sweating. Thinking about it. (laughs) All right. I think we've kind of gone through most of these questions, but I want to touch on... Oh, Tony, that was a bad idea. (laughs) Tony just put a lot on his plate. I was like, ooh. I'm not going to use it all, though. Hey, Jason. What's the first thing you think of when I say the word setups? You're not making chips <laughs> yeah, and you're right. not making money. Yeah, exactly. It's one of the biggest battles that can hold you back as a manufacturer. Absolutely. So enter the Lean Setup Guide from ProShop. Okay, what's that? This guide can help anyone, whether you're a ProShop user or not, but ProShop users have experienced a 50% reduction in setup time because the software builds these lean principles into their process. Yeah, so it's a totally free download. You can go to proshoperp.com slash 50 and you can get your copy of the Lean Setup Guide. Bam. 
I want to go back to this like working with competition things. Okay, there's competitors, right? Especially in manufacturing, you have direct competitors. Okay, there's no way around that. You're fighting for the same order. It doesn't go to both of you, right? So there's competition that's very real, but I think people take the fact that they have competitors way too far and they limit their possibilities. And I want to give a shout out to something I shared with Tony and Jason while we were prepping for this episode. And I don't know if you saw this, Megan, but there's this guy. I don't know him, but I saw it on LinkedIn and he's going to get a positive shout out. So this guy named Jamie McGregor. I'm just going to read the post. McGregor. So one of our competitors, Batesville Tool and Die, was responsible for saving our bacon here at McGregor Metal. So Batesville Tool and Dye is the company getting the shout out. So Friday night, as we were faced with a critical shortage of this rubber insert, and that's what the picture on LinkedIn is. It's just this insert that fits in the palm of his hand. We were faced with a critical shortage of this rubber insert and days away from idling several automotive assembly plants throughout North America. Our friends at Batesville identified some of their own inventory of inserts and they diverted 7,500 pieces our way. We picked them up on Saturday morning and we're making several expedited shipments to our customers today, thereby averting the crisis. Jody Flatterman did not have to help us, but he did. And all of us at McGregor Metal are grateful for his willingness to help and for his friendship. A heartfelt thanks to Batesville Tool and Die for being a world-class friend as well as a world-class producer of metal stampings and related assemblies. That's cool. They could have been like, hey, they ran out and we can help you. And instead, they kept all these automotive facilities moving. They helped out their competitor and... Man, I think that kind of behavior comes back in spades. I was going to just say, we utilize the term pay it forward, right? You know it's coming back, for sure coming back. There's going to be something that comes up at some point. Somebody saw that post and good karma, good energy, however we want to phrase it, that's what comes out. What we put out, we get back. Yeah, and a lot of times when you're helping your competition, you're most importantly developing a relationship. And as we all know, business is about relationships. I mean, that's how you grow. That's how you just thrive in businesses by cultivating great relationships. And I know in my industry, a tooling supplier, we buy and sell products from our competition all the time. Right. And those relationships have turned into situations where I've had the opportunity to acquire other competitors. And exactly. we're actually working on a deal right now to acquire a competitor. It's somebody that we have been helping over the years. And it's now it's going to turn into a very beautiful thing, very beautiful thing where we bring them on board with us. I had to read that whole post before I ate it. Because I wouldn't have been able to. You need to give the respect where the respect is due before your mouth starts acting <laughs> He's like a like tsunami. Double dipping in it. He's like double dipping in it though. He's just like I'm finishing yeah. with a bang here. I mean, if I'm gonna have the hottest sauce in the universe, this one does look like blood. Yeah, it really does. All three of these just look like people's different blood types. Yeah, I mean, one's a little thinner than the other. One's a little thicker, but your plate looks you like made blood. A type. mistake, Nick, by doing that because it comes in later than it, it. comes hey, in Nick, later. You want some of this, Nick? You know what would be funny is if you took this hot sauce and like kind of smeared it on your face like it was blood. Yeah, except I'd probably burn a hole in my face. <laughs> I'm in the second dimension, actually, for yeah, sure. Yeah, well, that was the point, right? That's what it says. He like went all into it. He didn't yeah. shy away from covering his chicken. Well, Just like the last hundred yards of that race I had with Megan where I was going all in and I thought I won and then I lost. <laughs> <laughs> This is very similar. To that, you lost it? this race. I just lost. <laughs> you thought you, you won. You thought you beat that ghost pepper, but no. Megan's a warrior, though, like with CrossFit and running and, and waking up know, at 3 a.m. to do it. Crazy stuff. 3.30. I know more about Megan from the podcast that I did with you as well about a lot of those stories. Yeah. Of what time you get up, your daily routine. Well, that's uh, really the creation the only... of mavens, all that fun stuff. Yeah. I, I feel like I've 
Yeah, had a great opportunity to know you over the last yeah. couple of years. It's been a real pleasure. So thank you for joining us today. Yeah, and, thanks and doing for this having me. This, crazy stuff. I don't know if it was a smart <laughs> decision on my end or not, but yeah, that is really hot. I feel like we covered the whole universe of topics today. Uh, we've now reached the end of the universe. Yeah. We had the hottest sauce in the world. Are there no more questions? We're done. We're, We're done. done. So He's we're like, I can't goodbye. ask anymore. This is the literal end. <laughs> yeah. So this was a little bit of a different Making Chips episode than what you've heard before. But if you've enjoyed this, please share. And if you enjoy this guy, Tony, go listen to his show called The Gun Show. And if you like what Megan had to say, go listen to Mavens of Manufacturing. And do you all know how we end these shows? Uh, I think we say, if you're not making chips... Then you're not making money. Bam! Bam.